You listen to me, son. You've just started school, and the path you choose now may be the one you follow for the rest of your life. Now, what do you say? Eat my shorts. Shorts Podcast. This is the podcast where I take your childhood and I slap you in the face with it. I have a good episode for you this week. I interviewed Kyle, the owner of Retro Gorilla, a vintage video game store here in Lake Elsinore, California. I got to sit down with him in his store, check out the store, get to learn a little bit about him. I think you're going to really like that interview. Um, and more interviews to come. We're going to be working on a lot of that uh, as as the show grows this year, as we have leaped into the next, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, the, the portal or, or echelon, echelon, echelon. I don't know how you say that word, but we're going to leap into that and uh, and develop the show as it goes. So you're going to get more interviews, more stuff to come. I have some news. Uh, for Eat My Shorts podcast uh, uh, host myself, Justin, you know, we, we uh, I will be working with uh, VCW Wrestling out here in the Inland Empire, and I have uh, been looked at here as potentially the full-time commentator for all the events on SoCalWrestling.tv, and that you can find on Roku. Yes, you can download that channel, and you can see all of the Southern California Indie Wrestling Promotions and their events. February 10th, out in Paris, California, I will be there commentating. Enzo Amore will be facing the Brian Kendrick, both former WWE superstars, but beyond that, amazing entertainers, and I cannot wait to call that match. I cannot wait to be there. I don't even care who I'm commentating with because I'm clearly the better choice. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to be commentating for pro wrestling and to be involved in pro wrestling again. So Justin Reich returns. Yes. And I can't wait to do that. Um, 
on a regular basis, and and uh, I am open for bookings. So if you are looking for a broadcast journalist of my stature uh, for pro wrestling events or any other hosting events, uh, you can email at eatmyshortspodcast at gmail dot com. Yep, I'm uh, entering that world, I guess. But yes, no, uh, looking forward to that coming up and um, this interview with uh, Kyle over at Retro Gorilla. Apparently, the five questions of doom is what I'm calling them. Uh, seems to to create uh, a nostalgic feel. And if you have a traumatic childhood, these questions are very difficult. So I make sure I ask Kyle those questions. Um, and uh, we've discovered something about ourselves that most of us in the nostalgia world are uh, trauma-based kids. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? Whatever. Let's, let me collect my toys. Leave me alone. So... Um, yeah, definitely um you know, stick around for the for the episode here. I hope you guys like it and I hope that you guys um you know, give us a follow, a like wherever you're listening. Uh before we get into this interview, please if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, give us a review. A review helps the algorithm. It helps push the show out there. It helps anyone I'm interviewing get more listeners. Uh this is a small business in Retro Gorilla. I want to help them get as many listeners as possible. So please uh, leave a review, uh, five-star review, preferably, um, and then go ahead and share the show out there. Let people know what's going on. Give us a follow on on uh, on Spotify, and you can now rate us on Spotify. Yep, you can give us a five-star rating there. So give us a star, give us a follow, and also anywhere else you can listen to your podcast, give us a follow, subscription, and rate us where you can. Also, please check out our merch. You can check it out on eatmyshirtspodcast.com or any of our links in our social media bios. We have um, t-shirts, hoodies, we have mugs, we have stickers, and more stuff is coming. But this is the initial release, and I am very excited to do so um, in offering you guys that stuff. The video this week is going to be a little different. I'm attempting to utilize AI, which would be a lot of fun. So the YouTube video, if you're watching right now, might be an AI. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. Um, I wanted to attempt something different for YouTube this week. Um, the video that I took over at Retro Gorilla, it was not um, clipped correctly. Uh, and and uh, I apologize to Kyle for that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go take a trip down to Retro Gorilla in the next couple weeks and do a vlog for you guys so you guys can see the store up close and personal, talk to Kyle, um, you know, and, and get to take a look around the store and see what they have to offer. You can check them out at retro underscore gorilla and that's uh two r's two l's and gorilla uh on instagram and he listens to dms if there is something in his store he posts every day so if you guys see something from your childhood or something you must have a game you've been looking for he will find it he will hold it for you and he will sell it to you um and the pricing is not uh very difficult it's not it's not a tough pricing i don't know how else to explain it his pricing is really good and uh, he's very competitive out there so check them out retro gorilla give them a follow on instagram and uh, i hope you guys like uh this show um yeah let me see if i have a cool segment sound oh yeah i do (laughs) so yeah um yeah we'll be right back Everybody, I'm over at uh, Retro Gorilla. What's up, man? Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's going on, guys? My name is Kyle. I'm the owner at Retro Gorilla here in Lake Elsinore, California. Yeah, what's going on, man? So I met you, what, like a year ago? 
Yeah, about yeah, probably about a year. I came ago. into the store yeah. and shot a TikTok. You well, yeah, you actually, <laughs> you actually came into the store um, kind of when I just opened, maybe like within the first few months of this location. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, you you. You obviously love retro games, and uh, I got stoked. Like, I was, like, coming down, and I remember hearing that you were coming into, uh, I think I found out through Facebook. Probably, which, that, which is pretty funny, because we never, ever use that the Facebook, <laughs> ever. It's all just Instagram. That's it. <laughs> right on. So, just to let everyone know, listening to the show right now, so I'm on location. We are currently at Retro Gorilla, so uh, I, I thought I'd come in to speak to Kyle here and just kind of get the history of your uh, store and everything like that and just kind of to kind of support small businesses because we you know me and Cynthia own Twisted Treatery for a long time and now it's like okay I want to help like all these retro gaming stores retro toy stores so you're the first interview that I've had on a, uh, Eat My Shorts podcast it's a pleasure I appreciate it man yeah I, I really appreciate it so uh, I've been listening to the podcast too um, every week, so I'm a fan. I'm so sorry. It's it's a, it's a work in progress. I work on it. Uh, but, yeah, no. Um, so tell me a little bit about, like, all right, starting a retro. Like, we're all nostalgia kids, right? So this podcast is basically the, the basis of, like, oh, we're kids. We want to hold on to our childhood, that kind of thing. What made you want to start a retro gaming store, and how did you even get started? Well, I guess pretty much like because I was still doing this pre-boom of 2020. Yeah. Because um, 2020 has been kind of like when things really exploded. Um, it was just one of those things that I did on the side. I did it through eBay, strictly eBay. I didn't didn't like to do anything in person. Yeah. Which I think most gaming people are extreme introverts and I can <laughs> understand that. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to do anything in person, so it was strictly just online. And um, and then I started getting to the point where I thought, well, you know, I'll do like events or like little store events and stuff like that. Yeah. See how that goes. And then I think I did my first store event at a store in Ontario and I loved it, man. I, I And that's where I got educated on the community aspect of it on Instagram because I had no idea. And there's, there's you, know, you go on Instagram, there's a whole community of gamers and oh, other yeah. stores and other resellers like you just become part of like a really big family and uh yeah it just kind of just snowballed from there i started doing in-person stuff and then <laughs> i just thought you know one day because i was a, i was a uh, mechanic for like 15 plus years oh okay yeah so i thought you know i don't know maybe one day i'll just like it'll be full-time gig i don't know yeah. and then i started doing claim sales online started meeting more people and on and on, and then I eventually just said, screw it, I'm going to open up the location in Paris, uh, which was inside the Paris. Paris, California. Yeah. Yeah, not Paris, France. Yeah, yeah. That, no, that there is cool. a vast difference from Paris, California <laughs> to Paris, France. Very big. <laughs> you know, first, no Eiffel Tower. I got tricked. I got duped when I was a kid. They said, we're going to Paris. You know, I went to that lake. Yeah, Paris. Lake. <laughs> and then... Um, Pretty sure there's three-eyed fish in there. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there is. <laughs> and then I just uh, opened up there, and I had that spot, and it just kind of like naturally grew. Uh, I just let it grow on its own to what it is today in here at the standalone brick and mortar in, in Elsinore. Nice. So you're like, where, where, so let's see here. How can we plug you in this sense? You're right off the Railroad Canyon uh, off the 15 freeway like you're right off the yeah. freeway so you have a great location of getting people to see you from the street yeah we get tons of people coming in all the time that says oh we saw you off the freeway and the sign you know the sign out in the front just says video games oh yeah no and that, that, that you know what honestly you don't even need to say retro your brand will get in there once they come in um so okay so going into your uh i guess 
I like to interview in a sense of like, why are celebrities the only ones interviewed like this? We're not celebrities, so let me interview you like this. When you were a kid, was this something that was just ingrained in you? Retro game, like the gaming that you grew up with. Like, what was your console? What were you into? Like, well, I, I grew up from NES all the way until now, so I'm I'm definitely I started out with an NES. But my like warm fuzzy nostalgia type of memories, I guess, would probably be like N64 or, or PS1. Yeah. Um, I for a short time I lived in Paris. Mostly grew up in Ontario, but I lived in Paris, and that's uh, kind of like what we were doing with the neighborhood kids. We were playing N64 games, a lot of GoldenEye, Tony Hawk, um, all that type of stuff. So it was just, uh, yeah, that was probably my favorite uh, console, which doesn't really hold up well today, though, which is pretty funny. But yeah, that, that, that was definitely so. That was your. One. That was your. Uh, that was what got you going, basically. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, just playing video games in general. I think most of us, you know, (laughs) we play uh, wrestling games. Yeah. You know, since I know you're a big wrestling fan. Oh, I'm a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. So, you know. (laughs) Well, I used to do it. So yeah. I gotta like it, I guess. Well, <laughs> like, I think we were talking a little bit before. I grew up in the in like the good good time of wrestling. So those good time big, to you. What's that? The, what? Was like a, I need, name attitude your, era, or yeah. maybe even like a little bit pre attitude era, but like new generation, Bret Hart, Shawn oh, Michaels. Yeah. Yes. Was Bret and Shawn your guys or Bret Hart? Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Definitely. Oh, well, right yeah. on. Look at yeah. that. Knuckle me there. Yeah. No, Pink and Black Attack. I'm a huge Bret Hart. Yeah, I got his dork. dude. I I met him at Frankenstein's like ten years ago. I got oh, his yeah. autograph. Yeah. Yeah, he's, no. He's super cool. I've met him like four times. Uh, all signings, never like personal. Mm. Um, I want to go to, uh, in Canada, they have uh, the Hitman Bar. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. He, he opened a bar up in Calgary, and it's called Hitman's Bar. And it's like all memorabilia to him. And you watch like wrestling sports all there and stuff. It's like a big sports bar. Looks amazing. Yeah. No, I, I watch, uh, to this day, I'll go like on a little bit of a binge, and I'll watch like the old Monday Night Raws in a row. Like, they just happen. Because I don't watch too much modern stuff, but I will watch the older stuff just because I, I love it. I Growing up, my uncle had stacks and stacks of VHS tapes. Yeah. All wrestling. We got a, a show coming up, actually, out out here uh, in our area. Let's see if I can find the... We got, I don't know if you know these guys, Enzo Amore, yeah, I, Brian I, Kendrick. So I recognize them. Yeah, so Valley Wrestling Connection, I just got a gig. I'll be doing uh, commentary with them. So I'm pretty nice. stoked on that. But that's a free show coming up in Paris, ironically. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'd like to see you come out there. But no, well, uh, I'll talk to the to the group. Maybe we can do a vending table or something. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm yeah. always down for wrestling. I think the last wrestling live shows I was going to was... Uh, do you remember? Do you ever watch Lucha Underground? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, some of the best live... One of the wrestlers from that show is the promoter Yeah, for here. Yeah, One of the best live shows that you could ever go to. And it was like real ex- in, uh, inclusive because they only you had to like apply to be on the show like to be an audience member yeah and you know you had to be in that little southern california type of thing yep great just one of some of the best live stuff i've ever seen yeah that that was probably uh during probably my last few years of wrestling myself was when lucha underground was kind of blowing up Mm -hmm. and then i opted out of wrestling i have a story where i dropped john morrison on his face in a uh in a movie he he was doing a movie called Boone the Bounty Hunter, and I was an extra, and I was playing a villain, and because I was kind of like one of the bigger guys there, he was like, hey, I'm going to do this moonsault off this beach tower. I just need one of the guys to catch me. And so he purposely got wrestlers. Here's the thing is a moonsault is just a basic, you know, 
dive backwards, right? And right. so it's a pretty clean catch as a wrestler. This fool, this fool decided to do like a spin twirl mid, and I'm going, oh my god! Like I have never wrestled a guy at that point. I had never wrestled a guy who did any moves like that where I had to learn how to catch. So yeah. here I am suddenly rookie again going, oh, shit. And he just plop right in my face <laughs> on like, the sand. How do I catch this high flyer doing all kinds of flips? I had no idea how to catch him. I'm standing there, and I don't know if you know Eric Watts from Tough WWE Tough Enough and all that. He's standing there next to me, and he's just looking at me like, we just dropped this fool. And I'm going, I... Uh, like I'm just like, and I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. And he's like, no, it's cool, it's cool. I wasn't asked back, so okay. <laughs> I, wasn't, yeah, I wasn't asked back for the filming because he's still he's he's a pretty little somebody in, in wrestling. Oh, world. John Morrison's yeah. still going. I yeah. think he works with uh, like AEW and TNA mm-hmm. on and off. So, but um, let's go back to you because <laughs> I I have ADHD. I go all over. That's the same way. Um, so your first console, how did you get it? I probably, I mean, N64, I probably got it for Christmas. I do also remember that I had it. I had well, you to, had NES, you said, as a kid, right? Yeah, as a kid. That definitely wasn't mine. I don't know whose that was. Maybe my aunt's, and I, and I played it. you started it. playing that? But, but your um, first console given to you, like, no, I assume as a kid, or did you like go the, buy it? No, probably, like, the Super Nintendo was, like, the first one given to me. And I, I Christmas? Back, birthday? Yeah, yeah, Christmas. Christmas. Probably backtrack a little bit, because that is my favorite console, is the Super Nintendo. I think 16-bit. Uh, era gaming is probably oh some, of the, some of the best. It still holds up extremely well today. It's still some of the funnest games to play. We yeah. have our, our Super Nintendo and Super Mario World is still just... Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to explain yeah, it other than it is my nostalgia. Yeah, like, and I hear that theme. So many games that you forgot even came out that you could still go to the library and be like, what is this? Well, that's what, that's what you got here now. You've yeah. got a library. So <laughs> do you ever get games in here that you're like, what the hell is this thing? I've never heard of this game. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, does Curiosity do. ever kill the cat where you're like, you know what, before I put it out, let me put it in Yeah, I mean, and play it? It, goes, it goes along with our testing procedure that we have. If we're, if we're going to test a console, then yeah, we'll, we'll throw in a game and say, like, I've never heard of this game. What is this? And I'll throw it in there. It'd be real hard for me not to lock the front door, grab some beers, and, and just play back here. Yeah. Has that happened? Yeah. <laughs> no, that hasn't happened. Um, there's times when you're, you are testing something and you do kind of get lost in playing a game. Yeah. But then, like, of course, customers walk in and you kind of have to stop. You got to stop. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all good. You know, because you don't want to, you know, just like, hey, how you doing? I'm, hold on. Just let me know if uh, you need me. Don't interrupt me playing my game. Yeah. Is, is this 100% family here? Family ran? Do you have family work in the front? Or is this like, do you have no, employees? It, I mean, it is a full, small family business, but um, we have three employees. They're not they're not family, but they, they are you know, part of our guerrilla family, um, the three employees. That not blood-related is what no. I mean. You're not putting your kids to work no. like I was. No, no. <laughs> we love, we love our, I love our guys. They're, they're, we wouldn't be able to run the store and live our life without them. So. Who's, who's the guy out front? Right now, that'd be Nathan. Nathan. Yeah. He, wants, you- he wants nothing to do with uh, being seen or heard. On that's awesome. Of, uh, no, now, now thank you for telling me because I have cameras, so I'm yeah. gonna get to walk around. <laughs> because because uh, we get a lot of content creators that do like uh, videos and stuff, and he'll go and hide. And, uh, he goes and hides. Yeah, hide oh, I'm, I'm gonna work with him on that. We're gonna make him a movie star. I'm gonna come in and film a short film, Retro yeah, Gorilla. Yeah. All the dark stories about how Kyle's a horrible boss to him. <laughs> I'm crying in the back here. Yeah. Yeah, he, he makes me work 18 hours, no lunch. No. <laughs> No, but uh, how do you... All right, let's see. As a business owner, what is probably, I guess, your biggest challenge owning a retro game store? Um, finding inventory is just yeah. one of the hardest things, man, because obviously this inventory isn't made anymore. 
and uh, stuff is hard to find sometimes. People are so, looking for like very specific items, and sometimes we'll have we'll have like one for like two months. Yeah, and then it'll finally sell. Then all of a sudden, everybody wants 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 what we had. Yeah, you know, and it's like uh, we just had that. <laughs> you know, and now I got to go and find it again and try to see if I can ask some of my reseller friends if they have it, and then I have to pay like a reseller. So it's a lot price. of like uh, social interaction with other businesses and stuff to kind of trade and back and forth. Yeah, kind of thing. sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. We just, you know, we you, once you do this after a while, you get a, a good sense of what the customer wants. Yeah, and what your base really likes. So you go out once you go out in, into the world, you find it, you just buy it, and you know you're just like, yeah, that should sell. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, just making sure I hit record. I look down every once in a while just because I'm like, did I hit record? Did I hit record? Have we just been chatting for 20, no reason? 20 minutes in and none of it's recording. It's happened to podcasts before. <laughs> I When I first started doing podcasts, I did that once with uh, Lux Hills Gang. They came over to my house and we started chit-chatting and I had a TikTok going at the same time. I was more focused on the TikTok video than hitting yeah. record on my... It was a whole thing. So, yeah. no, we're recording. We're good. Good. People are hearing this. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, let, let me get into... All right. When you decided to pick this location, um, where where's the story there? How did you get to from Paris to Lake Elsinore? Like, what made you move? There's not a huge science behind it. Uh, do you I live was, close to? By? Yes, is that yeah, what it I is? live probably like fifty minutes away. Oh, so, so you like have no five commute, miles away. Really? Yeah. No, very, very, very little, nice. which is awesome. Um, I mean, honestly, it was available. It was off the freeway. Yeah, it had a big parking lot where I wanted to have events, and I was like, yeah. So I called, and um, they told me the price. I, I worked mm-hmm. out a small, like a cheaper price, obviously. And uh, it kind of just happened. No joke, man. It was like everything over the phone. I ne- I've, to this day, I've, I've never met the guys that own the building. <laughs> Everything's like, over the phone. They're like, we... we are you sure they own it? I know. <laughs> I'm just telling you. In. We just moved right in. But, um, you know, we talked from the phone for like 20 minutes. We nice. negotiated everything. And they're like, okay, we're just going to email you everything. And I was like, oh. Uh, they're probably right. out of state. No, imagine, they're, they're, right? they're like way deep L.A. somewhere. Oh, yeah. so they, this they, is just a piece of property yeah, they own. And they're just, just they like, own several pieces of property, but they're super nice. Um, super cool peeps. Super cool. They, they nice. just completely stay out of, out of our business. I just I, I say, when it's time to pay the rent, I say, hey, is the Zell still good? They're like, yep, <laughs> I pay it. That's it. That's it. You just pay your rent and keep going. That's it. We just keep going. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. At least there's no stress there. You don't have like a, a, no. a slumlord or and something. I, and there are kind of like horror stories from other stores that have issues with their- Bad owners. Owners of the building, yeah. they, the owners want to know how much money they're making a month and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, that just oh, that that's intrusive. Awful. I know that I, that sounds weird to me, but yeah, that's that's how some 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 are running. Maybe I'm out of the loop here, but how many in this area are there retro stores that you are? Are they in this area you're working with when you do those trades, or are you like no? They're not. They're not stores. They're just guys like dudes you know, that are selling like at markets and stuff. Yeah, they do like other store events or other like uh, expos. Yeah, um, conventions and stuff like that. They sell online, so yeah, just just guys that are, that don't have a storefront. You know, you uh, you do have like a uh, I don't know if it's like a bi monthly. Yeah, no, oh, the event retro ambush. You kind of do like it's like quarterly, right? Yeah, pretty much. We yeah. pretty much do like about three. We try to fit in four events a year. Nice. Um, we try to stay out of the way because as, as you, you've been to them. You oh know yeah, no, we, I worked we, them. We pretty much <laughs> we, we pretty much take over the entire parking lot. No, it's a really cool event. It's local. The thing is, is that uh, 
you know, I try to tell like my wrestling community to come on down and everyone's like, oh, it's Lake Elsinore though. I got to go all the way out there. And I'm just like, no, 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 totally worth it to put it over. Let me just say it's like kind of a take Frankenstein's and compact it. And you yeah. have like everything from you have like a vendor doing cups, uh, yeah. like custom yeah. cups and stuff, like nerdy ones. You have retro gaming like NES, but then current stuff. You have toys. Um, if you guys ever hear of Retro Ambush, this event hosted by Retro Gorilla, come out to this thing because it is like I don't know how to explain it other than it's an opportunity to get your favorite childhood things from video games to toys in one place it's a great time yeah um we're actually having one february 18th nice yeah okay and it'll be from 12 to 5 i believe yeah 12 to 5 (laughs) and uh it's pretty cool if you if you guys you know see the flyer or follow us on uh, on uh instagram it's the wayne's world type of theme we always try to pick like a theme yeah you did back to the future last time yeah the last one was like back to the future this one's wayne's world no i like it and the flyer is really cool we have wayne wearing a gorilla hat and a gorilla shirt so that's that, that one of our other employees jake he did that for us so um it's a great time it's it's jam-packed full of vendors as justin knows there's food there good food too um <laughs> yeah uh tons of vendors and it's just a great time man it's a great time to hang out with some good people that like all this stuff too mm-hmm. and it's, it's an absolute blast definitely come out and check it out yeah no definitely i encourage everybody who's listening right now to check them out retro gorilla on instagram retrogorilla.com um well no, i mean I had do to you have a dot com no we did i had to take it down though because having a website and trying to run a store and add inventory Very to a website difficult. is an absolute nightmare all right i'm gonna work with yeah. you on that i actually think i can help <laughs> you have an automated website yeah that'll it, it like was, when you update your social media it updates your website that would be cool because all right, yeah, i'll work with it, you on yeah. that it, it <laughs> here was, i am like it was oh, a man. struggle it was a struggle yeah, that, that i was just like you know what i'm gonna have to take this down <laughs> yeah no my website actually i programmed it where if i upload a youtube it'll automatically upload the new youtube on there if i upload audio it fixes the audio so i think we can do the same for you like when you put a instagram post or a new post it'll update on your uh website yeah and i wanted to talk to you about the merch too because it looks like you can just go on there like you don't physically have the merch no 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 no. i uh just just to kind of pull the curtain back it's a uh I think it's called Spring Tea, and it's like a website you can design. So if you if you design if you have your own design, which you do, I love the retro gorilla design mm-hmm. and all that. Um, if you do that, you can kind of put it on a lot of different items, and then you sell it. So you don't make like as uh, big of a profit as if you purchased. That's the, fine. But if you have it on yeah. your website, people can buy it, and you get a small purchase. Uh, you get a small. Uh, that's way better because the price thing, yeah. of merchandise and trying to order merch is absolutely it's hard. insane. It's hard, and 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 it's you know honestly, it's uh, it was something we discussed doing for like when we had Twisted Treatery going, and when we had you know my shorts podcast before, and I was like, yeah, I want to get merch made. Every time I went and priced it out, I was like, I don't have the oh hundreds to drop it. No, hundreds. Are, I mean, it's God. They want you know order like. 20 shirts oh a thousand bucks yeah and it's like oh uh yeah never yeah. mind I, and if they even <laughs> if you want hats it's like oh embroidered oh don't even i no wonder you go to like any event and shirts are 40 dollars now yeah you know, well like the, for the small sweater, vendors i try to get some sweaters for the winter time and 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 the price <laughs> like in order for me to make money i yep. sell them at like 50 bucks dude it's, it's like who's gonna buy that nobody <laughs> no especially yeah no it's it's definitely hard it's like you have to have like a love you'll maybe get like five sales from that so it's kind of like if, if even you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i have listeners uh on this podcast that 
oh, I listen to you every week. No one buys a shirt, and it's fine, but it's like... I'm going to buy one, I promise. I no, 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 no. This was not a boy to force I'm you gonna into buy, I was going to buy one anyway. I was going to buy one anyway. But uh, no, that was not the point of this conversation, <laughs> but thank you. No, I no, but it's just one of those things that's like, you know, you get listeners in, and, and it's, it's a hard sell anyway, merch, you know, unless you have like an Austin 316 shirt that just blows up. Yeah. You get, you know, it's hard to sell your business. That's mm-hmm. all it is. So uh, the struggle's real. So if you're out mm-hmm. there listening right now, buy some retro gorilla gear as well. Yeah. Uh, he'll have a store up. Watch. I'm going to show him at the end today. We'll have that store up for you. Perfect. Yeah. We're going to get you going, man. Um, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm happy you had me out today. Like, honestly. I'm happy that you came by, man. I've been, I do, since we talked about it, I've been thinking about it. It was like a year, well, a year ago, I said, oh, I'm going to come and do a podcast. And then I realized my setup was way too large. I had, like, my soundboard was like half this table. Yeah. It was like retro in itself. So I upgraded. It's tiny. I don't know if anyone could see on the YouTube there. Um, so, all right, let's go back. All right, let me get your, because you're the retro gaming expert here at this store. What are your top five retro games that are your favorite? Like, if you had oh to put your gosh. Mount Rushmore of your video games, retro games. Yeah, it's hard to come up with maybe five. Um, let's do Mount Rushmore. Let's do the four. Well, Metal Gear, like the Metal Gear franchise. The original? Like no, talking, I'm not talking uh, about NES. Uh, PS1. PS1. Oh, yeah. the double disc. Yeah. The yes. double disc. Okay. Metal Gear Solid is, is definitely one of my That's favorite. Sick. Um I love Mortal Kombat, probably on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, Super Nintendo. All right. Or even Genesis. Genesis was better because that one had blood. And yep. uh, I think the Whoopsie. SNES one had uh, green. <laughs> yep. You know, that's one you of my You could get favorite. Reptile, I think, right? I, yeah, I think I think Reptile so. was on Sega. Yeah, I think about right. you can get Reptile on Sega, and I think you could get Katana on Super Nintendo. Mm, okay. They were the... Somebody yelled at something? No. <laughs> I thought he was like yelling. Um, all right, so we got we got those two. What are your other two, would you say? Um, Mount Rushmore. God, that's really hard, though. It's hard. Right? Oh, I mean... I told you I was going to throw questions at you. Of course, Mario Kart, because that was like... Super Nintendo? Ultimate, no, not that one. I had to go with the 64. 64, for me, yeah, I, yeah. We are aware that it came out on Super Nintendo, obviously, but I feel like the N64 one is what made it in what it is today. Yeah, to the point that like me and my uh, fiance Cynthia, yeah. we we argue all the time because yeah. she cheats. I know she cheats. Yeah. I don't know how she wins every time. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. I used to beat my son all the time, and now now I can't even come remotely come close to beating <laughs> him now. He beats me every single time. No, that's not the case in our house. Cynthia beats everyone. We have like 174 kids, so <laughs> they're all lined up to try to beat her. And then I play. We'll play four, you know, four on four. And we're all racing each other, and she's just do do like just kind of cruising. And I'm like, "What are you doing? You got codes? There's something. I don't know what you do to your cars." Why is she so good at it? Was she allowed? Because I know she grew up very strict growing up. Was I she know how to play that. It is some bull crap. I don't know what she does. I told her you're you're cheating. She goes, "I'm not cheating." And I go, "Bull!" Everyone that plays her says you cheated. I don't know how you did that, but you cheated. Uh, and now I just gotta. What I told her is, I'm gonna kind of do a thing where we're gonna sabotage her. So I got a 3D printer for Christmas. I'm printing a trophy, one of the trophies for the right uh, for the Mario Kart. We have our little tournament. So, but she's such a cheater. She's listening right now, probably going, "No, I'm not." But she is cheater. <laughs> the last one I would probably have to yeah. say, like, good fuzzy memory would be like Golden Eye. Golden Eye. Just playing 007 and 64, playing with friends oh, growing up. Yeah. I mean, just all the time. It's kind of like the original, like, um, multi-shooter. It, game. It, it was the you know first I mean? one, like, Royal type a of good stuff. one on a console. Yeah. Like, you had Doom on PC and all that, like, what, came out, like, three or four years prior to that. But, like, mm. on a console, N64's GoldenEye was, was badass. 
Yes, like oh, that was, was awesome. It was, I had it was so much just, fun with that one. Yeah, I mean, just all my friends, you know, spending the night at each other's house and oh. just up, literally up until like 3 a.m. playing that. Yep. And then your parents <laughs> are coming and yelling at you, guys, keep it down. That was like the early days. Before, like now, you go in and shift your kid alone screaming in his room. Yeah, I know. On his PC Raging, and stuff. Yeah. But you had to get all your friends together back in the day. Yeah, yeah, we we had to get together. So even though maybe we, we would be outside, yeah, like all day, and then we would go like, oh, let's play some video games, chill for a while, and watch a movie too. And that little while turned into an eight-hour fest. Yeah, you yeah. got pizza, pizza rolls, Totino's pizza rolls. You got your surge. <laughs> yeah, those. I mean, those are like the warm fuzzy feelings that uh, we try to recreate here. <laughs> nice. When you walk in, that's what I, that that's the feelings I get. Like when I come in here, I'll look at like the Sega wall because I was a Sega Genesis kid. Same, yeah. So like yeah. Sega Genesis was my thing. So when I see those red boxes you got lined up, I'm like, holy crap! I get that a lot. We get that a lot. A lot of people walk in and they're just like, I haven't seen this stuff in years. It, it's you a know? fuzzy feeling you get, yeah. man. Like you start thinking back at your childhood and all that stuff. How would you rate your childhood as far as like when you think back on it, nostalgia wise? Like, do you prefer today's technology what the future of nostalgia will be or do you still look back on the 90s as oh, like no a, man i look back on the yeah old old nostalgia old tv shows it will never compare and you know it's hard to like convey that to someone that's growing up now mm-hmm. because their nostalgia is going to be like now yeah so i don't i don't know i don't know but if you if you pay attention like trends come back like my um, oh, yeah. one, like my son wanted a CD player, you know, like for Christmas. I'm like, dude, yeah. are you are you are you aware? I mean, CD, okay, they're cool, but are you aware <laughs> that the technology we use today is actually much better than that? It's it's. <laughs> uh, I, I bought my Anna record player this Christmas. Like, I, you know, the thing is, is physical media is going to go away someday. Yeah. Like it's it feels like what like I just found out Walmart and Best Buy are stopping sell, sales of well, DVDs I mean, this year. Yes, but at the same time, no, it's it's still. To me, what I see, the physical media is still, you know, king. Yeah. It's still, a lot of people are still doing it. I don't know if you saw that movie. What was that movie uh, on Netflix? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Obama-produced one. Yeah. The, you know, at the um, very end, they have that, that bunker full of, of uh, physical media. Yep. <laughs> yep. We, we immediately kind of looked at each other because I, me and Cynthia were watching it, and I was like, I'm thankful that I, in the last year, I've been going back and buying old VHSs. I've been yeah. wanting to collect my VHS collection I had as a kid, so I'm like slowly collecting up. I'll go to like Goodwill and I'll see like Batman Returns on VHS and I grab it. Mm-hmm. Uh, those kind of things. Disney movies and those big boxes they had. Yeah, the clamshell. I'm very selective on VHS. I, I do collect very little. It's yeah. got to be, it's got to strike me in a very deep nostalgic core. I just bought one, I believe, this week. Though, What'd you I get? Will say. Uh, it's I don't, I, what was it called? Like Three Fugitives? That movie with Mar- have you ever seen that with Martin Short? No, I think it's Nick Nolte and the little girl. Nick Nolte, yeah. I haven't heard that yeah. name in yeah, forever. That's the blonde dude, right? Yeah, yeah. Nick and, Nolte. Uh, Martin Short is really funny because he like dresses as a woman in the show. Yeah. He's like on the run with his daughter. It's, I it's, think I have seen that. It's though. very good, man. Dude, Give that it a watch. came out like in '94. Yeah, I think, that's old something school. Like that. dude, when I saw it nice. in the shelf, I was like, oh, I gotta get this. Yeah, like I said, very, very specific. What was your uh, so? Let's see, we're, we're talking about like back or let's take it back to like the 90s your favorite cartoons like what were they Saturday morning cartoons I really just think of like X-Men for some reason like, oh that, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone knows that that, that, uh, that intro um, Spider-Man I'm trying to think oh, oh Transformers for sure you were a Transformers um, kid yeah nice I grew up loving Transformers um, damn, just tons of stuff man anything 90s that was oh, almost yeah. that was just me yeah, you know, TV. TV was. I grew up like 
like an only child. My brother didn't come along until I was like 13 years old. So, yeah, yeah. Same so, here. I was 10 years old when that little <laughs> shit came into my yeah. life. No, my brother comes in here. Yeah, I think yeah, you've met seen, him. Yes, he buys yeah, Pokemon cards seen and stuff times. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, when you grow up lonely, TV is like your best friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, TV no. and video games, so watching TV shows and cartoons and TGIF and stuff like that. Oh, that's how I explained my uh, collection to Cynthia the other day, whereas I was like, you know, I don't have a lot of, like, photos of me as a kid or anything like that. There's a whole tragic story there, but it's like, when I get, when I think of the toys and all the retro stuff that I have, and I'm like, dude, these were my friends. Like, these video games, these movies, these toys, yeah. they were my constants. I, mo- I moved around, like... My mom denies it, but I moved like 19 times as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. we moved a lot. My constants were, were the Power Rangers, the Hasbro wrestling figures. They were with me everywhere I went. So it's kind of like. It sounds I, like we had the same type of childhood almost. Oh, yeah, no. It, and honestly, if you hold on to nostalgia, you definitely have some trauma somewhere in your life. A lot of trauma. A lot of trauma. <laughs> it's all good. We're all damaged and we're yeah. all happy now. Yes. No, it's all good. You know, I, I, I like trauma. Trauma-based nostalgia is probably the best trauma-based Probably that, the best nostalgia. That's why we, when we walk in here, we get good feelings, <laughs> yeah. man. It like, takes me back. I like to forget all my bills, all my problems when I'm in here. Yes. Uh, when I come into your store, like my instant like gratification of the colors scheme. I like how it looks when you come in here, like your splatter yeah. that you did and stuff. Yeah. You did good, man. It's a really I appreciate cool it. One of the walls is kind of like unfinished. Um, I had like a week to move in here, man, to try and get it ready. And yeah. it's just like, it just turned into, ah, whatever. It's open. Let's get it going. <laughs> just no. open the door. I love how it's grown. You got arcades in here now. Yeah, um, we got a couple. It's, it's changed. We just remodeled like in last, uh, last year of October. And uh, everyone loves it. It's it's definitely gotten to the point where it's like kind of like it just runs itself. It does really good. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. Um, and luckily, we hopefully with with any luck, we can continue to grow it and keep doing our thing and, and, that's and stuff the, like that. That's the goal here of like me coming in is like I want to help promote you and make you even bigger. I want you so big that you no longer speak to me. That's my goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to help you out with that. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm applying to be a, a, a co-host twice a month. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to do that. I'm going to have you in. I'm going to do it every other. No, I will definitely come in more often. I definitely want to have you guys more on. I want your whole crew so I can get the drama, the, yeah. the retro gorilla drama that's going no, on. No drama. I mean, they, they work. I mean, it's just three of us. It's kind of, you know, and they work by themselves during the, during the shifts. And, uh, yeah. What are your hours typically? Every day, we're open every day except for Monday, even though there's been talk of opening Monday, but I don't, I don't think so. I kind of like to have one day where I don't even have to worry, even worry yeah. about, think of the store, which is very nice. Um, it's 11 to 8 every day, except for nice. Sunday. It'll, it's, Sundays are 12 to 6. Do you do online orders, too? Like, if people went, went to yeah, got Yeah, I mean, that was kind of like the problem with, like, the website is I would get orders, man, but I couldn't fill them sometimes because stuff would sell, and it was just so much. Like, I need to have, like, a, literally a full-time 40-plus hour a week employee you kinda to need- do the Website. Yeah, you kind of need someone to run the website and have like a whole uh, so like a like a supply chain. Yeah. So what we nice. so what we decided this year is we're just going to list on eBay and 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 like the other reselling online apps. But if you follow us on Instagram, you see something you like because we do have a lot of Instagram customers that are mm-hmm. like out of state or far. Um, you know, you just you just DM me there, and I work out a ship price for you. Nice. Look at that, man. Yeah. You're just doing it, and that's what I love about yeah. it, dude. I yeah. love this whole yeah, we thing. Try to, we make it happen. 
Right on. All right. Well, I'm going to jump into the five questions that I ask. I'm going to ask all my guests. You're the first one, the first guinea pig. Oh, God. Yeah. Are you ready for some for some dead air time? I, you know what? You know what? Cynthia did it. And uh, if it's if it gives dead air, if it becomes a normal thing, I'm going to start calling them dead air questions. <laughs> um, but we're going to go with the, the I, well, it was going to be five. She gave me that sixth one. So okay. uh, I guess we're... I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to ask the sixth one then because I got to refurb it, but we'll, we'll go with the top five here. Okay. My five questions here. First one, what is your favorite toy from childhood and why was it your favorite toy? I was, I heard the podcast mm-hmm. last week. So I was thinking of some of these questions. I didn't hear all the questions because like, <laughs> I, I ended the podcast like right in the middle of the questions, but um, man, it's really hard to come up with just one. I can give you like Power was- Rangers. Ninja Turtles. If you can think back, though, if you're like, okay, I try to restructure it this way. The first favorite toy. Like, the first toy, you know, like, you had to take it with you. You were excited to get home from school to play with it. Like, what was the one, just, that, it's first gotta, one that pops up it's on It's got to be Ninja Turtles, man. That's just what pops up The Ninja in my Turtles head. were, I mean, come on. Yeah, man, and, you know, Raphael was Raphael's my favorite one growing up. He still is. Raph is still your yeah. favorite. Nice. So, I would have to probably go with that, for sure. All right, Raph. Yeah. I, I was a huge action figure uh, oh. kid. Yeah. Tons and tons of action figures, tons of wrestling figures. Um, yeah, I'd say Ninja Turtles, though. So Ninja Turtles, I had bins and bins of buckets of just Ninja Turtles. Do you remember the first time you ever like walked in and saw the Ninja Turtles? I, I know that day. I remember walking um, in. I, I think the movie, maybe the, the second yeah. movie. Not the first one, but the second one. For me, it was the cartoon. And yeah, I remember maybe. seeing the Saturday morning cartoon, and we went into a Kmart. And I just saw the wall of, like, Ninja Turtle figures, and I was like... And the funny thing is, is I didn't have all four. My whole childhood, I never got all four turtles, because it was like, my area just sucked. Hmm. The areas I grew up in, like, just sucked in the store. So I always had Leo, and I always had Donatello. And I never got Mikey or Raph until oh, wow. later. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was that's what sucked there, but... No, no I, uh, did you have them all? Were you like a big oh, collector yeah, back dude, then? I had, I had nice. tons of tons of Ninja Turtles. Um, I just can't think of like when I first saw them. Maybe because I, I saw them as like a super young age. Yeah, and they maybe they're just like ingrained for me, you know, to like it. But you just the, knew the from first, the, the second movie, like oh, for some reason, triggers Secret of the Use. Yeah, triggers like good memories, and I remember specifically remember watching that over and over and over. I'm pretty sure Secret of the Use is the reason I was fat because that opening sequence where everyone's just munching down on New York pizza. Yeah, it made me like want pizza. But see, even to this day, like isn't isn't the second movie arguably one of the best to this day out of like all of them that have come out of. Of the three from the original Jim Henson puppetry, right? Yeah. The, the three movies. I like the third two, one, three. too. I know a lot of people don't like the third one, but I like the third <laughs> one, too. The third one is like, um, you know what it was for me was they had teeth. And, oh, and, yeah. And they suddenly looked bug-eyed and teeth, and it was like, what the hell happened? Like, they grew teeth. They like, keep making them look weirder and weirder. They, they just couldn't have kept the costumes looking the same. Like, I feel like we could have just done that. Yeah. But they that was what threw me off as a kid, but... Uh, Secret of the Ooze for me was the the the, the best one. It's perfect. I mean, you got the vanilla ice. Oh, you yeah. You got Super Shredder. Yeah. It's just it's perfect. It's literally perfect, and it, it it holds up well today. Like the costumes don't look too cheesy. I don't think. No, no, they not look, at all. They look, they look good then. They look fine now. You know, you got to actually have. You should probably hit them up. Is uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle van that comes out here? Hmm. Uh, there's a guy who owns it. If you if you go on his Instagram, it's like TMNT Van, and you can hire. 
like full on these like I mean full fledged cosplay Ninja Turtles. They'll come and deliver pizza to your event. Oh, I've heard of these and, guys. And they're I've in in an old retro TM in like Ninja Turtle van. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's sick. Okay. Yeah. No, I've, looked, I, I've heard of it at the yeah. Look, yeah look more into that. I, I had them. I just did. I threw up my TikTok today where I uh, talk about when I wrestled. They actually were. They walked me to the ring. And they got involved in my match. The Ninja Turtles did. So. Wow, that's that's a check mark in life. Checked oh off. yeah. Oh dude. Uh, it was yeah, pretty awesome. All right, let's go to number two here. Your best memory from childhood. Oh my god. Yeah, I know we're trauma filled, <laughs> so it's like let's make everyone cry on the Eat My Shorts podcast. Oh my dude, god. I got Cynthia I, crying talking about this. She was I like, think, "Oh no." I, I think going back to another short time when I lived in Paris, I grew up with friends in the neighborhood, yeah. actual friends, which is I know sounds weird for. If there's any youth listening to the show, <laughs> no, no, because there's no, it's, no, it's all trauma-filled nostalgia. Yeah, people. there's no real <laughs> such thing as like neighborhood friends anymore. You're in a safe place, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I think that man. I still talk to one of my best friends growing up. Uh, was my he lived like a few doors down. I still talk to him to this day. Yeah, yeah, which is like a hundred years ago. So what it feels like but yeah just you know playing outside with the friend with my friends and hanging out, getting into a little bit of trouble. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah, I played the baseball most trouble you up. ever got into as a kid. Not done to a lot. Man. Did you ever graffiti? No, <laughs> no, like no. I, I definitely. I remember getting in trouble for like throwing water balloons at someone's house. Oh at, yeah, at a friend's house. Yep. But like their parents were home, and, <laughs> and, and like, I remember like we all dispersed, we all scattered, <laughs> and I think only like one of our friends actually got caught. But I remember what, like going to my friend's house, other friend's house, and watching through the window and seeing him get walked back by the dad and getting in trouble. <laughs> Oh my god, I miss those days. Yeah, yeah. I miss those days. Water balloon fights and uh you know, why don't we do that as adults? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't like don't what's know. the stop here? Like we're all like just in my neighborhood, uh, I live up like right up the road in that Canyon Hills neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see a problem in just the adults coming out there and chucking some water balloons at each other across the I, way. Well I think for one we'll get injured. Yeah, we might hurt true. our arms. Yeah, we have bad. We news. get hit with a water balloon in a certain spot. We'll go down. Yeah, and then, and then we know how to sue now. So we know there's yeah. like there's some kind of benefit to money there that like really ruins childhood. Yeah, God so, damn it, that's so yeah. true. Unfortunate. <laughs> All right, number three. You're, I, I need three celebrities from the eight. So one celebrity from the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands. Your nostalgia celebrity, your favorite. Another tough question. Yeah. But you know who really came to mind the other day? Um, I don't, the, one of the few good things that TikTok is for is like oh, yeah. giving you weird nostalgia or stuff that you kind of forgot about. He's not forgotten about. It's that he's no longer with us anymore, so he's not doing anything new. Yeah. It's John Ritter. Oh, man. Oh, my God, dude. dude John Ritter yeah. was hilarious. He was hilarious. I loved those movies where he, I think it's The Problem Child is where he adopts. Step, yeah, Problem Child, the stepchild where, one. Where he adopts that little redhead kid. The redheaded stepchild. Gets getting into trouble. <laughs> yeah, Problem Child. I love John Ritter, man. I loved uh, Three's Company as a kid. Oh, yeah. Um, he was hilarious. Like, oh. no one even thinks back on that guy. That guy just got forgotten after he passed away. Yeah, he's just absolutely hilarious. Uh, so I loved again, him in uh, Bad kinda, Santa. Yes, he was getting bad. Oh Santa my too. god, he's just the the nerd. <laughs> the the scenes were him and uh, what's his name, um, the security guard in that movie. Um, I, yeah, he's passed yeah. too now. I can't. Think, but he's yeah. eating that orange, yeah. and I'm just slurping on that orange, and and you just see John Ritter like just disgusted <laughs> watching him slurp on. He was just so hilarious. <laughs> he just made me laugh so much. So right. he, uh, TikTok kind of threw that one my way. Um, so you can obviously pick him for whatever. Decade. All right, we'll, we'll go with the '80s for yeah. him. All right, '90s um, actor that you as a kid were like, this guy's awesome. 
Oh my god, there's tons of them, man. I grew up again, again, like a huge fan of shows. Oh yeah, Boy Meets World, Saved by the Bell. You can go with one of those. Um, you know, yeah, I, mean, I went with Jim Carrey in the nineties. Oh, Jim Carrey Jim was. Carrey, that's true. Nobody was better than Jim Carrey in the nineties. Like yeah, from Ace Living Ventura. Color, Ace Ventura to The Mask. Like he did it all. Truman yeah. Show. Truman Show. I remember watching Truman Show all by myself in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> and then you start realizing, you yeah. kind of go like. <laughs> you start looking around like, what if I'm on the train? Like, yeah, this isn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. What if I'm on the show? <laughs> you know, like, this isn't good. It makes you feel weird. Uh, Jim Carrey's good. I don't want to steal yours. Meet Bill Murray. Oh, Bill Murray. Yeah. Now, he was more, more 80s, though, right? Yeah, probably. No, it's all good. It's all good, yeah. man. No, no. Bill Murray, John Ritter. Oh. These are good guys, man. Yeah. All right, give me one like more. Give me one more. Give me one more. Um... I love I love of, stumping people on these questions. This is fun. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of shows that I really grew up watching. Um, so many to pick from. You know, you got like, I mean, I I would even say you could go cartoon. Like you could pick a cartoon character. Like for me, if I think back, eat my shorts. It was like, oh, you know, like uh, Homer Simpson. The uh, Simpsons. Yeah, God, I was just about to say The Simpsons. Yeah, literally about to say that. Um, the Simpsons. Can you? Oh, you know, what? I like King of the Hill. King of the Hill. <laughs> Oh, damn it, Bobby. That guy? I, oh, yeah, my. I loved King of the Hill. That and all I, started with Beavis and Butthead, too. Yeah, like, I loved did, Beavis and Butthead, Didn't Hank too. Hill, like, kind of... Yeah, he was. He, that he, character... He the, guy, the guy who made it, ball. he was <laughs> one of the, like, on that Mike show. Mike Judge. Yeah, Mike Judge. Mike Judge, and, like, the creator. I think Hank, which if unofficially wasn't really Hank Hill at that time, on, on Beavis and Butthead, owned, like, a trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, I don't know if he'd call him a dumbass or uh, something. I don't remember. And then Beavis would be in there whacking in his trailer. Yeah. He's in there whacking it in that trailer. And when I was a kid, I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. I'm like, what the hell is he whacking no, in the trailer? I, yeah, I remember I watching Beavis and Butthead in America in the movie theater. No idea what they were talking about. No, like, no. most of the stuff. Like, whacking but it was in funny. trailer. <laughs> so, it. yeah, King of the Hill, i definitely go with that because I still, uh, to this day, if I, if I feel as though I need to watch it, I'll watch it. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Nice, dude. All right. All right, number four. Go to snack from nostalgia era. Is it and does it still exist? Uh, does anything still exist from that time? It was oh, severely unhealthy. I mean, well, it's all <laughs> all the snacks in the nineties were unhealthy, but they bring some stuff back. Like three D Doritos came back recently. Yeah, everything kind of comes you know, back. Crystal Pepsi came back. I think for like a they're second. so out of ideas that they just like ah, it's been like thirty years. Let's bring it back. Let's they bring forgot. back. Yeah, no, my mine that I want to come back is Ecto Cooler. Yeah, Ecto Cooler was was I would love for that. That to come juice back. was. For, they they brought it back when uh, the all girls uh, Ghostbusters came on, mm. and they they brought it back for like half a second in cans, and I bought like one case of it, and it, I went through it so quick, thinking it was back. It, I wish I'd held on. <laughs> how come certain movies like like Ghostbusters? How come how come we can't make them good again? It's hard, man, because we you can't recreate. My my thing is you can't recreate like Bill Murray. They're trying. I mean, else. they're in like this new one coming up. But God, they're I mean, God, they're so ancient now. Yeah, what are they gonna do? I don't. Uh, they're the <laughs> veterans now, right? So you got like the kids. You got like the grandkids of them now. It's weird to see them old. Slimer but, would be a good character because I loved the show, the cartoon oh, yeah. growing up too. And they Slimer could do a new cartoon now. The thing is, is no one does two D animation anymore. Yeah, like you know, if they do it, they're gonna like you know, like Disney announced, they're not even gonna make two D animation movies anymore. It's all gonna be Pixar. Yeah. You know, yeah, so it's like style. we're losing it. That's that's what it is. But no, you're right. I, I, they can't really recreate the magic. Like when they go, like I'm glad they're leaving Back to the Future alone. Mm-hmm. Like I was really scared when there were talks of uh, no, Justin just Bieber playing. Oh no, dear God, just leave it. Just let <laughs> just it be. It. 
let it be Michael J. Fox's like stand as like his greatest stuff. You know what I mean? Like, there's just certain ones that like if you if you pick certain movies, they just can't be redone again because they're so perfect. Just let just leave it alone. And they they attempted with some great movies to make sitcoms out of it in the '90s too. I remember they tried a Ferris Bueller sitcom once. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was it tanked horribly. Okay, they did Weird Science. I love that movie. Yeah, the, the huge mo- fan. Weird Science, the yeah. movie, the bras on the head, the I whole thing. I love that movie. But yeah. they tried to make a sitcom on USA Network. I remember it came on after wrestling. That's why I remember it. Mm. And I attempted to watch it. Horrible, horrible adaptation. So it's hard to recreate that magic. Remember how hard it was to stay up late and, watch and wait for wrestling to come on? Oh, I know. My eyes would be literally like closing in front oh. of me to like because wor- they could come on like at <laughs> nine o'clock. The worst part is, is if I got <laughs> sick and my mom would give me like Dimetap and. I I would I would be like fighting to stay awake and it would be like right after uh, uh, Murder She Wrote Monday Night yeah, Raw yeah. and then you fall asleep yeah. and then you wake up and it's over and you're like no <laughs> what happened it was only an hour back then too man what like you watch back on the uh, on the Peacock Network if you watch like the uh, the old stuff oh man it's like it's like so quick it's over and you're like damn that was all we got back in the day like. It was enough. Nowadays, it's like three hours long. I'm dropping my mic here. Um, but back to your snack. A snack? I, I don't know. Um, I don't drink any soda now as an adult. Yeah. I definitely drank a lot of soda growing up. I think Surge was like super, was something I loved. Yeah, it was like yeah. our energy Or drink. like Mountain Dew. Yeah, um, Code again, Red. Yeah, Code. Yeah, I don't know if Code Red was around back then. It came out like early two thousands, like okay. late nineties, early 2000s. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Um, I was like high school years. Pizza rolls were like Hot Pockets were were really popular too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just can't think of like a specific snack. Maybe like a cereal. Oh, what you was know? your cereal? Fruity Pebbles for sure, and still to oh, this yeah. day, yeah. Fruity Pebbles. Yeah, I still eat it. Yeah, yeah. No, day. no one in my house likes Fruity Pebbles, but what? me. I don't, I don't know. They like Cocoa Pebbles. Yeah, my daughter Fruity likes Pebbles. that, but no, Fruity Pebbles for sure. No one likes fruit in my house. Like my my kids kind of like fruit taste kind of stuff, but like Cynthia hates fruit. She doesn't like fruit. How do you like? What, what, that does that make sense? I don't know. Fruit. She she likes anything that tastes like dirt. I tell her. Like she really does. She <laughs> likes bitter, like the dark roast coffees with like hardly any cream. Or, like she likes it very bittery oh, wow. taste. Okay. That's probably why she likes me. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Very harsh. <laughs> very harsh. Very harsh. Very rough around the edges. Yeah, exactly. All right, last question here. If you could go back in time and relive one day, what is it for you? Oh, okay, this is this. I must have got all the questions except for this one because I have yeah. no no yeah, pre thought yeah. on this one. All right, all right, all right. Oh my god! I you know uh, this sounds super cheesy. I got never this, cheesy. Nah, I got this bike. At Kmart, and this is remember layaway. Oh yeah, which I think it might be still around, or they tried to bring that back too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Walmart, Walmart, Walmart. I, no, Walmart uses. Uh, there's a program called Affirm now. That's oh, how you can whatever. do that things in payments. Now. It's called yeah. layaway. Yeah, it's layaway. But anyways, um, I remember my mom putting this this bike, and it was like a really cool bike because of the, the plastic around it was like a dirt bike ish type of look. Oh yeah, yeah. And I remember. I think it was yellow. Oh my god. But yeah, uh, it looks so. It looked like a dirt bike, and I specifically specifically remember like once it was finally paid off the guy like rolling it up and me seeing it and again this goes back to when i had friends outside oh, yeah riding in it outside yep. going over going off of jumps and messing it up and stuff like that but that was part of the fun yeah dude. you know so damn I, yeah, that that was that's a good memory that's a damn good memory yeah. see good answer there you remember a moment of time you're like i could go back and feel that feeling yeah there's an exciting that was a good time. one that was a good one because like you oh, know yeah. growing up it was mostly just me and my mom so she uh worked pretty hard to even give me anything yeah so that was a good one right on man yeah. 
Well, uh, we're about wrapping up here. We've gone 47 minutes. That's pretty damn good for a podcast, you know, as far as an interview goes. Okay, oh, okay. yeah, no, definitely. I try to keep it within an hour. Um, but I want to say thanks for having me come into your store. Thanks for doing this whole thing with me. We're going to definitely have you on more. Um, I want to probably come out to Retro Ambush and take oh. Oh, I hear your salesman just going at it. I love it. Yeah, there's people in the store right now. That's awesome. This is live. This is happening. At, you know, no, the store is going on. Not, and that's what I want. That's what I. You know what? That's what I want to hear. Yeah. I want to hear crickets out there. Yeah. I want to hear sales. And I want to hear. Here. I want to hear your worker uh, panicking, throwing his head through the wall, going help. So yeah. that's the goal. Phone ringing up the hook. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug other than you want to plug Retro Ambush or anything like that? You um, give us a follow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Retro underscore Gorilla. Gorilla spelled like Gorilla Warfare. Um, you'll see our logo. It's pretty um, I, 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 iconic, but it's very recognizable. Oh, yeah. No, it's a damn good logo, dude. Yeah. I love it. I got to get a shirt. Um, yeah, we got to make more merch. That's the whole thing. But, uh, yeah, follow us there. If you ever see anything like, you can always DM us there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, myself, I'm not here in the store a whole lot anymore. Oh, um, oh I, li- I just you went rock star in I have I like a it. really busy, busy <laughs> personal life. I coach high school baseball. How I, many kids I, you got? Three. You got three? Yeah. Oh, got so three. you're right there with me on yeah. the agonizing uh, uh, panic of children. Yeah, I get up every morning <laughs> and I take them to school. And nice. I, you know, I, I delegate a lot of stuff and, and it works out really well. Thank God. Um, but yeah, come out to Retro Ambush February 18th from 12 to 5. This is our fifth one. Um, they're always a great time. Tons nice. of vendors, tons of vendors that be out there. So any any of them you want to throw a, throw out a, a, a like to, or you know, just kind of hey, uh, these are guys that are like you really want to support. Um, all of them, man. They're all great, but you know, some good friends are Eastman Retro, Chonchi's Comics. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing you under the bus here because I know you don't have your list in front of you. Or, yeah, like, you my know, buddy, my, my, a good, good friend of mine that started out around the same time that I did. Uh, his name is Fee. He, uh, his handle is at Things for You Gaming. Oh, right on. Um, yeah, man. There's and there's great stores like if you're in LA. There's stores called Retro Respawn and Game Tower. Yep. Those are good friends of mine. They're, they're kind of like the standard that we try to go by. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll ne- I mean, it's L.A. We'll never get to, like, the volume that they're doing yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because it's just so different out there. But um, they're, they're kind of like the standard. You know what, though? You, you, you taking over Lake Elsinore, that's huge. We don't have... We, well, there's like a couple of stores maybe in the area that kind of do what you do, but not typic, not necessarily like what you do. Like that's, there's a toy group, here. I think. Yeah. But you guys are very uh, special in a sense of like, if I'm shopping for Christmas, I hit you up like twice. Yeah, this year. I, we appreciate that, man. Yeah. We try, we try so hard to have everything, and we try so hard to create the best experience. Because the whole yeah. goal was like that when you walk in is to have an experience with the store. And your pricing's so good, man. Like yeah. it really is. It's like, very difficult to. To try and stay competitive too, it's very difficult, yeah. very, very hard. Very no, no, hard. I imagine it yeah. is. I don't know the I don't know the retro gaming business no. as much as I would like to say I do, but it's uh, it seems like it would be difficult because if one guy just undersells you by ten bucks, they go that route. You right. know what I mean? So right. you want to try to be at a good neutral pace, but dude, every time I've spent money here, I've never walked away feeling like you raped me, which is good. <laughs> it's good. I never feel like you've you violated me or made me feel like, you know, we've like o- yeah, we've always been told we've always been told yeah. that the prices are good. Every once in a while, like when a co- video content creator does a video in here or something like that, and yeah. People People say like, "Oh, stuff seems expensive." Well, not, <laughs> we do tons of research, man. Like when we price stuff, we mm-hmm. we 
read eBay, we price chart, we like we do everything. You do your research, and then you know we. A lot of people forget that we are a legitimate business. We pay taxes. We have oh, overhead. Yeah. Like I got to pay the employees. Like everything costs money. Costs money just oh, to yeah. walk out your front door. Oh, so you can't leave your house without yeah. spending two hundred dollars. I think it was like they said like that. Like you, you walk out of your house, the average is like seventy three dollars that you spend. That just that, on just whatever. That's just going to like, hey, I'm going to pick up my kids from school and go back home. Yeah. It's like, just, you're gonna, oh, I gotta get gas. I gotta go to get, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, something I gotta get some happens. lunch or dinner or something like that. It's the same thing, man. You know, so, you know, it's just, it costs money. So, yeah, we do competitively price them, but we also got a price for the taxes and stuff like that. So, we've always heard that the prices are good. We try to keep it that way. Nice. Um, we keep the, our employees, like, really, uh, are extremely knowledgeable. Mm hmm. Uh, they can help you out with, with anything. Any question you have, they're gonna have the answers. It's to the point to where I think all three of them are more knowledgeable than me. In a lot of ways. Well, that's what you want. Yeah, that's what I want. I trained them, and they just kind of like went and figured things out. Right on, man. <laughs> right on. Well, if you're ever hiring or stuff, just let us know, and we'll uh, yeah. we'll, we'll find the right guys out there and yeah. stuff as you grow, as you become a huge, as you take over this whole strip mall. That's kind of the goal, right? That's gonna cool. take it over. That would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> just have like a multiple, uh, like a warehouse behind you, just full of retro games. Yeah. Well, one of the spots <laughs> is gonna be available, I guess. Sooner than later, and right I, I talked to a friend of mine, Manny's Arcade. He's one of the vendors mm -hmm. there. He's got a pretty popular TikTok. Um, so I was like, dude, let's open up like an arcade. Hell <laughs> you yeah. Know? Hell so yeah. I don't know. You know. Dude, you should. No, I've been wanting, you know, I've been pushing for this area. I don't know if you might up in Canyon Hills, like that little shopping center by the Stater Brothers. I was pushing yeah. for uh, that JoJo's Pizza to turn into like a retro cafe. Oh, okay. I was like, how amazing would it be? You go in there and there's pizza going, but also you got like an arcade. You know, it, mm -hmm. it feels like a, a, just a good hangout for families to go to. And I was like, no one really does it anymore. Like you have like some pizza places that do it, but they have like that little corner of like two arcade games and yeah. a claw machine. Yeah. And it's like, no, if you actually had back in the day, like the wall. You know, of the arcade games, you have like some even, but even setting up where you can play N64 at your table. You know, if you're sitting there and just saying, yeah. hook up right there, no, like the I, old yeah, McDonald's we, thing, that'd be had cool as hell. Discussions and ideas about some sort of an arcade. I would love to do it in like downtown Elsinore. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying, man. I'm trying to do certain things well, we're sometimes. Help you grow, man. Sometimes I get, sometimes I'll be like the most motivated person in the entire world. But then I have <laughs> get elongated mold. weeks of just like, <laughs> I don't want it. It's hard, dude. <laughs> it's no, really I, hard. Dude. I feel that way, dude. I feel that way even with this podcast. It's very difficult to get motivated to get even behind a microphone. So, more power to you, man. Is your is your family supportive? Would oh, you say yeah. your, your wife is supportive? Yeah. You have a wife, right? I yeah. assume that yeah. never matter. She, you know, she doesn't work in the store or anything like that, but um, extremely supportive of of like whatever I need yeah. to do or want to do. Didn't do it. That's good, yeah. man. It's good to have a strong foundation, strong family ethic here. Hey, and I mean, all that, like so. I said, to quit my job of like 15 plus years to even take a flyer, a chance, and just yeah. be like, I think I quit like in August, and I told her I was like, ah, we got enough money if thing if I if I just go in flames down mm -hmm. uh, we got enough money to last of the year and then I'll find a job like the next year but yeah. no, you've, you've been handling it no I've been handling it it's to the point to where I'm going to do make sure everything I can that, that this is the new norm I like to hopefully I love it invest in other businesses and, and um, use Retro Gorilla as like a stepping stone at the same time grow it to do other things but yeah that's the plan 
Right on, brother. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show, dude. I'm going to uh, just kind of do this little exit. Thank you so much for having us. Retro Gorilla. You can follow them on uh, Instagram, retro underscore gorilla. Uh, and gorillas with, what, two R's, two, uh, two L's? Is that how we say it? Yes. Two R's, two L's. Yeah. Um, and if you can go and check them out, give them some love, give them some likes. And uh, come on in and uh, buy some stuff is all I can say. Uh, thanks for uh, coming on the show, man. Thanks for having me, man. This is kind of like a bucket list type of thing, doing a, bo- a podcast and uh, oh, and yeah. being and kind of doing doing something like like you've heard like on the radio or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's fun, man. <laughs> it's no. a lot of fun, dude. I love it. I, th- <laughs> I I mean, I'm just I'm just gonna put in the application over Cynthia's and just uh, <laughs> see how things go. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it. No, you know what? Uh, you know, I have a business. I, I have an idea for you, but we'll talk off the air. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, like I always sign out. Uh, I always say thanks for coming on and listening to Eat My Shorts podcast.